This is Radio Holderberg 93.6 FM and every Tuesday at a quarter past ten we focus on financial, entrepreneurial and business matters. And this morning it's great to welcome back to Radio Holderberg Systemic Investigation Specialist Francois Fulyun of the Tax Ombudsman. Good morning Francois, welcome back to Radio Holderberg. Thank you so much for having me again. It's really a, appreciate it. It is an absolute pleasure. Now, we're going to be speaking about this this case where SARS unlawfully claimed from a taxpayer's bank account. But before we get to that, um, just remind us what the mandate is of the tax ombudsman for anybody who is not sure yet. All right, so the mandate of the tax ombuds is twofold. The first part of the mandate is to review and address any complaint by a taxpayer regarding a service, a procedural or an administrative matter arising from the application of the provisions of a tax act that is administered by the SARS commissioner. Mm-hmm. So this will then include, for example, the Income Tax Act, the Customs and Excise Act, the Value Added Tax Act, the Tax Administration Act, and the Transfer Duty Act, just to name a few. And also, just to be clear, um, it is the mandate will be applicable for both individual taxpayers as well as companies. And then the second part of the mandate is then to identify and review any emerging or systemic issue that will negatively impact on taxpayers. I see. And uh, as we said off air, mistakes do happen. They shouldn't, but they do happen. And uh, in, this, <laughs> in this case, um, quite a sizable mistake, if I can put it that way. Can you take us through the case of the tax complaints that saw, that saw SARS unlawfully um, claim from a taxpayer's bank account? So what transpired in this case is um, SARS issued two um, final demands to the taxpayer. The one final demand was for just over 48000 and then the second final demand that SARS issued was just for over 52000 So with the final demand, SARS has been of the view that this was money that was due to them. Mm-hmm. However, despite only issuing final demands for one for 48000 and one for 52000 SARS then proceeded to issue a third-party appointment to the taxpayer's bank, um, for an amount of almost 900,000 rand. That's and the then the bank subsequently paid over the 900, almost 900,000 to SARS. Now, you see, that had to happen to me. I actually heart attack, stroke, everything all at once because that would just send me... I, 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 would, I shudder to think what that poor taxpayer must have felt at that point when that money <laughs> went was taken from the bank account. Now, who was at fault and what were the findings by the tax ombudsman? So, um, in in this specific case, um, the final demand should always agree to the third-party appointment. SARS cannot issue a third-party appointment um, either to an employer or to a bank, like in this specific case, for more than what the final demand later indicated. So, that was the first thing. The second thing was, yes, we are aware that in this specific case, the taxpayer did have outstanding returns, mm-hmm. but that should not have a bearing on any collection of money from a taxpayer's bank account. And then lastly, what we noted was that when we looked at the taxpayer's VAT account, there was debits and credit amounts on the VAT account that was not set off 
um, against one another. Mm-hmm. And they, we couldn't find any indication that considering the debits and the credits on the account, we couldn't find any indication that there was actually a liability or a debt due to source on the bank accounts. I'm speaking to Franchois Fulyun, Specialist Systemic Investigations at the Tax Ombudsman, and we're speaking about a case where SARS unlawfully claimed from a taxpayer's bank account quite a substantial amount more. Franchois, what was the recommendation from the Tax Ombudsman's office in this case? So in, in, in this specific case, because we couldn't find, in, regardless whether the, the, the final demand and the third-party appointment agreed with one another, we couldn't find any indication of a liability that was actually due to SARS. So we did recommend for SARS to withdraw the third-party appointment that was issued, and we further recommended that SARS pay back the almost 900000 that was taken from the taxpayer's bank account. Mm. Um, in this case, SARS then did implement the recommendations and the money was paid back to the taxpayer. Okay. And I do understand from um, the information that I received, it did have a very negative effect on this taxpayer's business at the end of the day um, with having this amount withdrawn. So rather a, a quite a, um, you know, one thinks about the money, but you, you wonder how that poor person then navigates not having that amount and what the impact is on them at the end of the day. In terms of complaints, um, if anybody wants to lodge a complaint, what is the process of lodging the complaints with the Office of the Tax Ombudsman? So, um, prior to lodging a complaint with our office, a taxpayer will first have to follow up with SARS regarding the specific issue they might have. After following up with SARS, they should, um, they should then lodge a complaint with the SARS Complaints Management Office. Now, the SARS Complaints Management Office has got a turnaround time of 21 days to resolve a complaint. Failure to do so, then a taxpayer can lodge a complaint with our office. Mm-hmm. Now, as with this case, there will always be certain exceptions where the normal process will not be followed. And, and when I say the normal process, I mean where a taxpayer will not have to lodge a complaint with the source complaints management office first, where they can come directly to our office. Um, and those will be cases where... For example, our office has already an identified systemic issue, which is then also the root cause of the taxpayer's complaint. Mm. Now, because we've already then taken up that matter with, sort, with as part of our systemic issues, a taxpayer can approach our office without going to the source complaints management office first. And then secondly, if there is compelling circumstances, for example, undue hardship, now, in, in this case, one can argue that there is undue hardship on a taxpayer because depending, not necessarily just depending on the time of the month, but mm-hmm. employers will, for example, have to pay salaries. Yeah. And if someone takes money from your bank account on the 25th when salaries are due, that will, you can argue that will cause undue hardship and you cannot then afford to go to the source compliance management office um, and give them 21 days. Okay. So if it's undue hardship, um, a taxpayer can also motivate that, and that will then also be considered to see if we will accept the taxpayer not having gone to the CMO when we review the complaints. I understand. And what is the turnaround to resolve the complaints from the tax ombudsman's office? 
So when we accept the complaint, we will endeavor to finalize the complaint within 15 working days. Mm-hmm. However, the 15 working days will be dependent on issues, for example, um, the number of periods that is in dispute. A, a single period complaint will be quicker to resolve than a multiple period complaint. And then also we will have to look at the age of the complaint. A current year period complaint will also most likely be easier to resolve than a complaint dating back to, for instance, 2001, just mm. due to the lack of information. Yeah. And then lastly, also the complexity of the complaint might also have a bearing um, on finalizing the complaint within the 15 working days. However, our office will continuously be in, in give, give the taxpayer updates should we deviate from from the 15 working days, they will get um, a progress report on on the on on the case. I understand. How, if anybody's listening now and uh, they would like to make contact with your office, how can they do that, Francois? So our office can be called on zero eight hundred six six two eight three seven. They can also send us an email at complaints at taxombud.gov.za. And lastly, they can also visit our website at www.taxonbit.gov.za. As easy as that. Francois, this has been a very interesting conversation and uh, quite an interesting case as well. Thank you so much for taking the time to explain it to us as well as what recourse taxpayers do have if they feel that they need to lodge a complaint with the tanks ombudsman. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Thank you so much for having me, Vanessa. I really appreciate it. It's my pleasure. Go well. Bye-bye.